Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Marie, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is September 23rd, 2020, and here's the latest in Advocacy and More in Minutes. Joining me is the NAC Advocacy team, Kristen St. John and Shamal Shepard. Thank you for sticking with us. Your consistent support is what gives us hope and the drive to continue fighting for the future of community health centers. After the passing of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, we understand that there are many concerns regarding the Affordable Care Act's future and sustaining our health center funding. We know that the ACA ensures access to care for many communities, and our advocacy will continue to support those in our community who most need care. For more information on potential scenarios regarding ACA rulings, circle back to your Washington update. Hey Kristen, yesterday we celebrated National Voter Registration Day, and I believe you have something for us. Thanks, Marie. A quick message directly to my community health center friends. Are your colleagues and community members registered to vote? You can find a template email in your Washington update that your CEO or CMO can send to you and your health colleagues and board members, encouraging everyone to double check their voter registration. Also, VoteER and NAC are committed to providing voter registration materials specifically for community health centers. Be sure to check out the digital tools designed for your CHC. You can check on hcadvocacy.org. If you would like to purchase more VoteER NAC clings with the QR code and text code, you can do so at nhcw.zancanstore.com. And also, don't forget to inspire your friends and family with the HC Advocacy Get Out the Vote playlist today. Shamal, what do you got for us? Community health center leaders are pushing back at recent moves by drug manufacturers to dismantle the federal 340B drug discount program, an effort that will force vulnerable people further into poverty, disease, and put countless lives at stake. Last week, NAC hosted a press briefing with health center leaders from around the country, including a health center patient. The panel described how recent stories of drug companies' actions will threaten patient access to discounted prescription drugs and divert savings away from patient care and into corporate pockets. Unfortunately, tying the hands of health center doctors and other care providers amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The press conference coincides with a letter to the editor published September 18th in the Wall Street Journal by Tom Van Coverden, NAC CEO, who writes, Health centers are the backbones of the nation's primary care safety net, and the 340B program is the only thing standing between our patients and unaffordable insulin and other life-saving prescription drugs. Marie, what's going on on the Hill? Last night, the House of Representatives passed a continuing resolution that would fund the government at its current levels through December 11, 2020. The legislation also includes an extension of mandatory funding for the Community Health Center Fund, the National Health Service Corps, and the teaching health centers at their current levels. You can view the bill summary linked in the Washington update. So some quick updates in the administration and in state level policy. Earlier this week, the Trump administration withdrew its Medicaid Fiscal Accountability Proposed Rule, or MFAR, which would have significantly overhauled how states utilize specific Medicaid programs to draw down federal funding to support their Medicaid programs. NAC will continue to monitor the possibility that the rule could still be reissued in the future. Also, recently on August 20, 2020, HHS proposed regulations governing the agency's release and maintenance of guidance documents. The rule would create a guidance repository where all existing guidance documents should be uploaded by November 2, 2020, or will be considered rescinded. 
Max submitted comments on September 16, 2020, expressing concern with the proposal and called for HHS to withdraw and rewrite it in careful consideration, given the impact of changing and rescinding decades of federal interpretations on organizations like health centers and the people they serve. As of last month, 96% of health centers were conducting visits virtually. Looking ahead, state and federal policy must protect the ability of health centers to provide and be reimbursed for telehealth services. This NAC resource guide, which you can find in your Washington update, provides an important understanding of how states may improve Medicaid coverage of telehealth, including sample state plan language and model state legislation. Kristen, what's going on on the research side? Sharing your story with health center researchers is one of the most important steps to data. It helps make the case to legislators and influencers that the work we do in the community is super valuable. Sharing your story with health center researchers is one of the most important steps to data. It helps make the case to legislators and influencers that the work we do in the community is super valuable. Tell us, how is your health center innovating to improve health, well-being, and health equity in your community? Share your promising practices and innovations with NAC and other health centers using the form in your Washington updates. Contact Sarah Helpin, Research Program Associate, with any questions at shelpin at NAC.org. Also, the NAC research team has recently updated this week's Health Center COVID infographic. You can visit bit.ly backslash HC COVID August 21st or find the link in your Washington update. And finally, Capital Link is fielding a short HRSA funded questionnaire to learn more about health center experiences with rural hospital closures. Given that rural hospitals have been closing at an accelerating rate over the last eight years and many more are teetering on the edge as a result of the pandemic, this environment creates both operational and policy challenges and opportunities for health centers. Please share your experience and interest in learning more about what health centers are doing in response to this crisis. Access the questionnaire via the link in your Washington update. If you have questions, also feel free to reach out to Jennifer Saber, Director of Data and Analysis at Capital Link at jsaber, that's J-S-A-B-E-R, at caplink, C-A-P-L-I-N-K dot org. Thanks, team. For our listeners, some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. In order to keep up with all upcoming advocacy events, visit hcadvocacy.org backslash calendar. And for further support, please email us at grassroots at NAC.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at hcadvocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.